and welcome to On Wednesdays We Watch One Tree Hill, the podcast where a bunch of nostalgic millennials sit around and talk about a TV show from the early 2000s that they either grew up with or have never seen before in their entire lives. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Brody, and with me, as always, is Jesse. Hi, my uh, cat is going to be a a fourth co-host from outside my office tonight, I think. (laughs) And Caitlin. Hi. And today... (laughs) We are talking about season four, episode 21, All of a Sudden I Miss Everyone, which fun fact is a song by Explosions in the Sky. And funner fact, this is the season finale of season four, kids. We made it. This is the series finale of One Tree Hill. Jesse wishes (laughs) no. It should have been. I'm sorry. This was the perfect series finale. Period. I mean, that's they, they wrote it as such, but they got another season and another one, and another one, and another one, and another one. So I digress. <sighs> so, okay, so we open on a whole bunch of montage stuff because it just kind of all happens at once. We open on Haley being rushed out of graduation by everyone to have her baby because if you don't remember from last episode, she interrupted her graduation speech to go i'm in labor that's great the doctors (laughs) still trying to resuscitate karen because if we forget from last episode she was coding in the hospital we see Haley's speech drop as she's loaded into the ambulance dan walking into the police station brooke picking up Haley's speech and lucas getting a text from deb about karen then at the hospital Karen is wheeled into surgery and Haley is wheeled into labor and delivery. Lucas is following his mom and Nathan is following Haley. Their paths literally cross in the hallway where then Lucas and Nathan run into each other. They stop, give each other a hug and then go to their respective loved ones. It's so good. That shot killed me of the two, the two hospital beds, like literally Uh turning past each other. And then the brothers, they're meeting in the hallway. Uh Uh-huh. The brother, the brother love, the brother moments. Brother love. Yeah. But so Ben pointed this out and I'm like, yep, good, good catch. Uh, But Haley didn't need a, Haley didn't need an ambulance. If Nathan thinks hospital bills are expensive, wait until he gets the bill for that fucking unnecessary ambulance ride Very true. from the high school to the hospital. Very true. Oh, well, it's, 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 it's more dramatic that way. It's fine. I understand. It's fine. It's fine. And then uh, even better than that, we then see Dan walk into the police station and tell the police officer that he killed his brother. Yes. And we get parallels uh, this entire time of Karen in surgery and Haley having her baby. And then we see Karen code again. And we see a bright white light. And then we see Karen in a beautiful garden dressed all in white. And someone calls out to her. Who is it, Jesse? The only person that's at the the other end of a white light in this TV show. And it's Keith. And I did burst into tears. Yeah. Same, same, same. I think we all did just immediately. As soon as he says it, it just boom. He says, Karen, I fall. Oh, as soon as I saw the white light, I burst into tears because uh-huh. I knew it was coming. And I like, I forgot how short that scene is. Yep. But yep. I'm on my couch, absolutely sobbing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> she immediately runs to him. They embrace and kiss until a young girl runs by and yells, Yuck. <laughs> and we find out it is Keith and Karen's daughter. Uh-huh. And Karen and Keith go over to her and she asks Karen what kind of flower this is. And she holds up a lily and she runs off and goes to play. And they both admire how beautiful she is. And Keith tells her she needs to go and watch over her. He says he'll wait for her. He tells her it's OK and that he'll be right here. Before he kisses her one more time. And he tells her to look for him in the lilies before she goes over to their daughter. And the doctors get Karen back. <laughs> Literally just sitting here listening to you recap that scene. I have tears in my eyes. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. It was a gorgeous, beautiful moment. It was so lovely. And so I have a roommate hot take. <laughs> so Kelsey, my roommate, has watched a grand total of 90 to 120 minutes of this television show. 
to the point <laughs> that when she sits down and watches with me, I have to pause to give her the this is what you missed on Glee recap. Because it's been so long <laughs> since the last time she happened to be in the room when I was watching. Yep. And literally, so that scene ends and she's on the couch like next, like, because we have like a love seat and a normal couch. She's on the love seat next to me and she turns to me and she too is sobbing and goes, I've never watched this more than 20 minutes of this TV show and I'm crying. What the fuck? <laughs> yep. Uh, God. I, I wasn't crying hard enough to not write the snarky comment. Is Keith going to tell her to open her eyes? Uh, <laughs> no, no. He just tells he that not. to Lucas because, you know, yeah. broody eyes. It's fine. Oh. It's fine. <laughs> what? Yes. So then uh, we see Brooke. Uh, pick up Haley's speech and read the rest of Haley's speech. And it goes as a monologue read over the scenes of Dan being locked up. And then Haley giving birth to her and Nathan's son, who they named James Lucas Scott. <laughs> this baby was even bigger than the Karen's <laughs> baby. <laughs> yep. Yep. That was Kelsey's other comment this episode of like, that's an eight-month-old baby, was exactly what she said. Yep. yep. My prediction that Nathan and his son were going to go to college together next fall <laughs> were not far off. No, not at all. Nope, nope, not at all, not at all. So yes. last week, I think it was last week when we were talking about the how Lily and James are related. Mm -hmm. I had to stop myself and call and make sure I called them Baby Girl Scott and Baby Boy Scott. Because I almost called them Lily and James. Mm -hmm. And it was it was almost a moment. Yep. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Then uh, we jump. It's two weeks later. And Nathan is holding James while listening to old school hip hop and watching some basketball. And Haley is shocked that James is only calm when they play old school hip hop. And she's like, what happened to all of the classical music I played for nine months? And Nathan admits that when Haley would fall asleep, he would then swap the music for old school hip hop. Classic. Uh, yeah. Yep. Quite frankly, given the choice between the two of classical and hip and old school hip hop, I, too, would choose oh, old school hip hop. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then Karen is at Keith's grave and shows him their daughter, Lily Rowe Scott. The names are perfect, even if they are Lily and James. Like, I did not catch that until Caitlin just uh, said them together like that. And yep. It's, yep. Yeah. I can't not think about Harry Potter when those two names are together. But... Well, in fairness, later in the episode, they do call James Jamie. Yes. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. which I also love. Yes. Yes, so. absolutely. Then Peyton calls Lucas because, shocking, her car won't start. Right, you know, in the same exact spot where it never Weird. fails to just completely break down. And Lucas Weird. gets over there and he's like, the car's fine. I don't see anything wrong. And she's like, yeah, I fib just because I was feeling really sentimental. And he's like, oh, was it that or are you just putting off your packing because, you know, you're moving to California tomorrow? And Peyton tells him she's going to miss him. And Lucas tells her at least she knows what she's going to do. Lucas apparently hasn't figured out what he's doing yet after high school and hopes that there will be some significant moment where he'll know exactly what to do. Great. Way to plan there, Lucas Scott. <laughs> Lordy. Uh. <laughs> then Nathan and Haley are talking about the big last senior party that's going on tonight. And they say that they both would like to go, but they don't know what to do with the baby. Cue the crazy grandmother named Deb, who <laughs> offers to babysit, but not before threatening them within an inch of their lives to never call her grandmother in public and asks <laughs> them jokingly to bring back her some drugs from the party. <laughs> I love Deb. Oh, she's really turned a corner. Like she really I, has. It's very funny. <laughs> she's great. I love it. Love it. Love it. Then um, at the party, Brooke, Chase, and Mouth all arrive, and 
Mouth explains to Brooke and Chase kind of what the deal with this party is. At midnight, the school's computers change over into the next school year. And so that means the seniors are no longer in the computer system and the juniors become seniors. Brooke is a little bummed about it, but she'll she's fine overall. And then Mouth asks if his shirt looks like he's uh, in men's ice dancing. <laughs> which Chase says, no, it looks like you're winning at men's ice dancing. As long as you don't have wine coolers in that bag and mouth accepts defeat and says, I'll be right back to go put away the wine coolers and get his jacket and not wear the blouse. Yeah. We love Chase, the supportive king. Oh, that entire interaction. It was so good. The three of them. It was adorable. I loved it. I loved it. Then Chase tells Brooke how he's going to stay out of her way tonight because he knows she has a lot of people to say goodbye to before she leaves tomorrow. We then cut over to Peyton and Lucas arriving, and Peyton is again making excuses, saying she doesn't need to go to L.A. What do interns even do? Answer phones. I know an answer phone. Ring, ring. Hello, this is Peyton. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> it's adorable. And Haley is still worried about the baby, but Nathan tells her they're going to have one last night of fun with all of their friends, and then they can just be worried parents the entire time. And Haley's <laughs> like, okay, fine, great, whatever. Yes. Peyton, Peyton, interns don't answer phones. They get coffee for all the people they're working for, especially yes. in the industry she's working in. Like, she doesn't have anything to worry about. She'll be, she will know how to do it. It'll be fine, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. And so Brooke is, uh, like I said, Brooke is bummed that they're getting erased from high school. But Chase sees it as an opportunity for new beginnings or healing between people and things like that. And they get to this big guy at the party. And he's like, "You can't come in." And Brooke's like, why? Whose party is this? And someone behind her says, it's mine, and your fat ass isn't invited. Turns out, well, Brooke turns around, and it's Rachel. Rachel's here. Yay! Gang's all here. Arguably the only time I think any of us have been happy to see Rachel. (laughs) Was I happy to see her? I was. But I think I'm the one. I was, because it made Brooke happy. Yes, Brooke was very happy, and jumped and hugged her and it was really cute yes yeah so then rachel immediately goes to find mouth and they're kind of adorable together and talking about how he's the only man who ever left her in a hotel room before they had sex which is kind of hilarious (laughs) 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 until brooke steals mouth away to go play spin the bottle and mouth makes a comment about how juvenile it is and brooke's like I think it's dumb that we ever stopped playing spin the bottle. So you need to stop being so grumpy. And he said, <laughs> you'd be grumpy too. If a girl you had history with just showed up out of the blue at a party, just as the bottle spins and lands on him. And on the other end of the bottle is none other than Shelly. Uh... <laughs> and mouth just leaves. Uh, and Brooke's yeah. like, valid, valid reaction. My favorite is Brooke after that. that. Brooke just goes, hi. <laughs> she has no idea what to say hi yeah 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 then we see Haley calling deb to check in and asks her not to tell nathan that she called or that she called the time before that okay thanks deb great Great, great, great. so well (laughs) Haley's doing so well until deb hangs up on her just just like nope we're done thanks okay go have fun (laughs) Then Rachel comes up behind Haley and flicks her in the back of the head. And she tells her that's for soaking her at the last party she was at. The bitch slap she deserved. And Haley immediately just throws her drink on Rachel's pants and says, that's for flicking me in the head. To which Rachel goes, I've missed this place. (laughs) Uh, Sure. (laughs) Great. (laughs) So, yes, as as Chase said, tonight is not a time of healing between uh, Haley and Rachel. That ain't never going to happen. So. Yeah. 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 It's great. It's great. Then um, on the roof of the house, Lucas and Nathan um, meet up and they kind of ask, they ask each other how fatherhood and brotherhood are going. They even exchange pictures of the cute infants. And then the conversation turns to Dan and how they both say they probably should go see him. They don't know what to say, but they both agree they need to see him and just let him go for good. And they decide to go see him that night and just get it over with. And Nathan's like, all right, if we're doing that, I need some drinks. And he goes to leave and says sorry to Lucas for not believing him. And Lucas just says that he's sorry for being right about him. Yeah. 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 
Everything involving Dan in this episode, like, I've been waiting for it for so long, but it's all so, like, double-edged sword, you know? Like, it's, you know, or two sides of the coin where it's all, it's excellent, he's in jail, he's going to be punished for all the hurt that he caused, but... You know, but now people have to deal with the hurt that he caused. Exactly. Even more, it, you know, and it's yeah, just it like, doesn't oh. it doesn't erase the hurt. It it magnifies right. the hurt because they now know exactly what happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh Brooke gets a flirty text from Chase before Haley goes to see her. And they both, you know, say that they're gonna miss each other um this summer. And Brooke tells her to stop or she's gonna start crying. But then Haley says um, or Haley asks, or I should say, that um, she and Nathan want her to be James's godmother. And Brooke's like, yep, that'll make me cry. And she happily accepts. And it's adorable. <laughs> so, yes. Then uh, Peyton um, finds Shelly. And she comments on Shelly's leather getup and tells her she thought clean teens was kind of cool. She would have joined if she didn't love sex so much. Great. That's just such a weird thing to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then uh, Rachel comes over and comments on how the clean teen wardrobe certainly has changed since she left. And then Brooke and Haley come over and they start talking until wannabe by the spice girls comes on and Bevan immediately drags them all into an impromptu choreographed dance routine. Bad. It it's all bad. As Brody. <laughs> Yes. As the resident Spice Girls expert. Yes. Was that the wannabe choreography? Hell no, it was not the wannabe choreography. (laughs) Then I'm I'm officially confused because I just always assumed it was. No, all I can think of it because it starts with Bevan, Brooke, and uh, Peyton. And I'm assuming the backstory behind it is that they did it like at cheer camp or something like that. And so because that's the three of them. And then all of a sudden Haley gets dragged in and then Rachel and Shelly get dragged in. And they kind of all pick it up together. I'm assuming that's what it is. It's a, you know, popular girl cheer camp thing they did when they were like in, you know, junior high. That would make sense. Is what I'm assuming it yeah. is. And I love it. I think it's absolutely adorable. It's cute that the girls get a moment. It's and also the, funny knowing how much they hated all of the like dance cheer stuff uh-huh. that uh-huh. they had the actors that it's yes. also very, uh, entertaining that they had to do it again yes like it's been a long time since they've been i guess not even a long time this fucking season is this season took 84 years i swear to god it is the longest covered 84 years of timeline like or about six months whichever however you want to do that who knows who knows (laughs) who knows yes so yes um but the best part of it is not only the girls dancing it is then we then cut to skills who is singing along to it (laughs) until he gets caught by lucas and lucas and skills have a bit of a moment where you know lucas tests skills how did two kids from the river court end up getting off that river court and winning the state championship and be where they are now and skills has no clue but he's very excited because he is actually the college that he's going to is going to play Nathan and Whitey next season on December 9th. So be ready for that. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. It's great. It's adorable. It's great. Then um, Skills leaves and Nathan comes up to Lucas and tells him he's ready to go see Dan. And then we cut to Dan getting a visitor. But it's not the boys. It's Karen. Oh, oh, yeah. She tells him she has a daughter named Lily. And one day when she's going to ask her where her daddy is, Karen tells him how she's going to have to tell her daughter that her father's brother took him away from her. She will never know her father. Dan starts to say something until Karen spits on his cell door and leaves. That whole scene was acted so incredibly well Mm -hmm. like i mean at this like obviously like we know the only reason dan feels any remorse is because he lost yes but i mean i mean do do we though i mean i really i a part of me thinks there's a lot more than that than just the fact that he lost there's a lot more than just the fact that he lost i would say in that um 
Well, I mean, I use lost as a very broad term in that, you know, like he told Lucas in the last episode, he's in a lose-lose situation. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, one way or the other, it, like, like he's fucked. And, I mean, we're, we're talking about a man who genuinely thought that he was going to get away with this to the point that when it became clear that he was not going to be able to persuade or like that, that it was like for sure that Lucas knew what was going on. Like Dan went as far as to be like, or maybe this is what you thought. And like begging him to be like, this is what I want you to believe. Right. Yeah. Full gaslighting. Yeah. But I I say all of his emotions are coming from more than just the fact he got caught. And that's what it makes it sound like to me right now is that we're talking like, oh, he's mad because he got caught. I think there's a whole other level on top of that that's way deeper and way more stronger than just the fact that he got caught. But Yeah, well, I mean, I would also, you know, I'd argue he regrets it because, as we know, he killed Keith because he thought Keith tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. And he's known for an entire season now that that's not the case. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think, like, I do think that there is regret there, but he was finding a way to live with it. Other than the fact that Abby was taunting him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, But either way, hats off to Paul Johansson in this scene. He His acting was... Like, the man didn't say a word. And Well, that's the thing. He doesn't say a word the entire episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not a single word. Other, well, not other since than the, the beginning. beginning when he's like, I killed my brother. Yes, that yeah. those that's the only sentence that he says. And then the rest of it, yeah. he says no other words the entire episode. Yeah. Which is powerful insanely yeah. powerful no um, his and, performance and, this entire episode is insanely powerful it's mm-hmm. like yeah and moira yeah. kelly hats off to her i'm yes. so glad we didn't lose her i am so glad we didn't lose her <laughs> <laughs> did you jesse did you seriously think this episode that we might have lost karen i didn't i no i don't think so it's just i cannot predict what this show is going to do you know so like even if in my gut i am a hundred percent sure that they wouldn't kill off xyz character mm-hmm. i don't trust them who knows okay. what they're gonna do you know okay. Okay. so yeah cool and i think that that's valid because it also would have been a very especially if they thought this was the series finale it would have been a very full circle moment for it just to be Lucas and Lily at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. But all yeah. things considered, it was a pretty upbeat season finale. Oh, yeah. It is, it's a very upbeat season finale. And like we've all said, there was, the, I think they all knew when they wrote it and did it that there was a definite possibility they weren't going to be back next season. Cause that's the thing. Just FYI, Jesse, the season finales from here on out, they never know if they're actually going to get renewed or not. So yeah, it was this show was on the bubble every single year. I swear to God, wasn't it, Caitlin? <laughs> <laughs> every year we were just like, I think we're gonna another season. I hope we get another season. We'll see what happens, and then we do. Um, <laughs> yes, but yeah, this one's very upbeat and happy about it. But I do say, I think as far as the parallel goes, I think that is very present in the whole Lucas and uh, James situation of that. You know, James has his uncle with that and we'll get to that but i digress back at the party bevan it, it's i just have to mention it because it's so funny bevan is doing a keg stand but she tells skills she doesn't want to do a keg stand she doesn't want to drink she just wants to be upside down <laughs> i didn't get queen that. bevan Yep, that's literally what they do. And Brooke is looking (laughs) out the window watching Bevan tell Skills, yeah, I don't want to drink anything, babe. I just want to be upside down. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. I'm just here for the absurdity that uh, that is everything that comes out of Bevan's mouth. (laughs) Yes. Oh, God, Bevan. Uh, yes. Then uh, Lucas comes up to Brooke, who is watching Bevan be upside down and asks her if she's ready to leave tomorrow. And um, she's a little teary eyed and tells him she's not sure if she's ready for the real world. But Lucas then um, shows her his book and shows him an excerpt from the book. 
And it talks about how independent, beautiful, and brave she is and how much she's grown in two years. And he says in the book, Brooke Davis is going to change the world someday, and I'm not sure she even knows it. And he tells her she's going to be great. (sighs) Oh, so good. This was great. This was maybe one of the first, like, truly positive interactions they've had since... Like, or like, not, I don't know, n- not with like, the first the time we've really the seen them one on one. Exactly. Since they have the a yeah. championship game when she tells him to go to Peyton. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They haven't had a moment, just the two of them, in a very, very long time, it feels like. And this is a really nice bookend closing of a chapter of those two and everything they went through in the last two years. Yeah. Which I love. It's great. It's great. It's it was great. very sweet. Yes. Then we go to Shelly, who um, somehow runs into the guy who slept with her at church camp. And he's an asshole. Woof. And he calls her a slut. And Mouth stands up to him until the guy pushes Mouth down on the ground. But Mouth promptly gets up and punches the dude square in the face and knocks him to the ground. Get it, Mal. Yes. That was and, wonderful. And Mouth immediately says, as he walks up to Shelly, he says, he's sorry, and she looks great. I did write down, Mouth's about to get laid again. <laughs> <laughs> but we yeah. can't get everything. This is a very good episode. We can't get everything. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Then uh, Haley finds Nathan because she admits to calling Deb. But when she calls now, there is no answer and no answering machine. And the phone is dead and she's worried. And Nathan's not super worried until Haley brings up, you know, Deb's addiction, attempted murder and dropping a loaded gun in the cafe. And Nathan's like, it's not going to hurt to go check on him. Then is it okay? Let's go by. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. Yes. Then uh, Shelly talks to Mouth as he ices his hand from punching that douchebag out. And um, she asks him if he's still mad at her. And Mouth tells her he was never mad at her. He was just doing what she asked and, you know, was leaving her alone. And uh, he tells her that she'll always be important to him, though. And they hug. And he comments on how he likes her skirt before they part ways. Yeah. It's very sweet. It's a very sweet moment. I do kind of wish, I don't know. I, I kind of wish they would have pa- patched it up or something, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like it was nice closure between them. Like I'm glad mouth has moved on a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I'm a romantic. I just want all stories to end with everybody smooching yeah. and mouth. Yeah. Well, Mouth does get a smooch later in the episode. He really does. He really does. We will talk about that smooch. It's the smooch that he's been waiting for the longest. So that's true. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Then then Peyton and Brooke catch up to each other, and they make a joke about how love triangles are so high school before (laughs) they both realize that they made it through everything they've been through these last four years in high school. And they trade a couple I love you's before they hug. And it's really, really sweet that we got that moment between the girls. Yeah. The besties. Who are leaving for California in the morning. Ugh. Leaving Together. forever. Together, Together. Which I love. Which I love. We could not. At the beginning of the season, no one saw that coming, did they? Oh, no, not at all. No. Exactly. Exactly. Then... Oh, here we go. Then Skills, Mouth, Junk, and Fergie are on the roof and reminiscing about high school. And Skills basically is like, yes, and Fergie still does not have a girlfriend. (laughs) And he says to Mouth, what are you thinking about? And Mouth is spinning the bottle on the roof, and he sees someone off in the distance. And Mouth jumps off the roof and walks across the yard in the middle of the party to Brooke and promptly kisses her. Hang on. We also need to talk about the song that was playing. <laughs> Which was? Because it just made it all the better. Like, they really took Home Sweet Home. Oh, yeah. And turned it into a, like, don't you forget about me moment. Oh, it was. <laughs> and I yeah, yeah. loved it. Yes, I absolutely it's... loved it. Yeah. Like, ugh. 
It's playing over all of this. They play the entire song over most of this at the party, and it's so, so good. They've been doing that a lot in the last, like, four or five episodes of the season. Just, like, here's a song dropped into the episode in its entirety. Enjoy. It is working because it conveys so much emotion in the episode for it. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. I love it. No, I mean, they're picking great songs to do that with. Yes, 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 yes. But yes, Mouth lays a big old fat kiss on Brooke and he tells Drunk her he's Fergie skills lose their shit. <laughs> it's and so it's good. Beautiful. It is so good. I love it. And he yeah. tells her he's always wanted to do that and walks away. Chase is coming towards him. He just pats Chase on the shoulder and goes, sorry, man. <laughs> and walks yeah. off. So while I'm like, oh my God, he kissed her. Oh my God. Ben's sitting on the couch going, did he just jump off the roof? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, come on, yes. keep up. Yes, he did. It's yes, fine. yes. He jumped off the roof and kissed Brooke Davis. Yes. 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 He, he didn't get to that last step of the process. He was very fixated on the roof jumping. <laughs> he, you know, mouth punched somebody this evening. He yeah. drank someone else's beer. Oh, that's that was someone else's girlfriend. (laughs) So good. Mouth is mouth has entered his reputation era. (laughs) Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. Oh God, yes. And then so Chase comes over and he says, "I told you you could hang out with everyone, not make out with everyone." And it's adorable, and they both think it's funny, and it's fine. And um, Brooke, in all honesty, thanks him for letting her say goodbye to all of her friends. But he's the one that she really wants to finish her night with. And he says, fine, you can spend the rest of the night kissing me. And she's like, perfect, let's go. Yay. Chase is how secure he is now that they're, like, together and have moved past all the, like, hurdles and stuff. Like, how just, like, oh, so... We're kissing people now. Okay, let's move on. Just like, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it would have been different if it a hadn't been mouth. Yeah, right. And b Brooke hadn't looked so confused. shocked. <laughs> like if it had looked like Brooke was a consenting party, I think he would have been a little more upset. Right. I mean, I just love it. It just makes me think about, you know, that that first time they hang out where she wins him at the boy toy auction and she takes him to the strip club. And it's yep. just I love those two so much. No. And how this is the bookend of them in high school is perfect. Oh, it's this, wonderful. I cannot imagine anything happening in the next five seasons to make it worth it to move past this episode as (laughs) the series finale. This, when I say this is one of the best series finales I've ever seen, I'm not lying. This is exactly what a series finale should be. And the fact that they're like, yeah, five more seasons. It's like, what are you doing? Why? I, I will say this. This show is very good at quote unquote series finales because there are a couple other season enders that I'm like, I was OK with the show ending and then, then it didn't. But I was OK with it. <laughs> so I get it. I get it, Jesse. I do. So then Nathan and Haley uh, get home to find James asleep and Deb explaining that the phone calls were driving them nuts. Both of them were driving them nuts. And Haley's like, both of them. Did you call two? <laughs> and Nathan's like, what? I, I don't know. And Deb's like, you called six times. And she's like, oh, so you're the overprotective parent. She's like, you called eight. And Haley's like, fine. And she assures them everything is fine. And to go back to the party, they have the rest of their lives to worry about children. And so she gets up with the baby and, and leaves. And before they go back, Nathan tells Haley she's a great mom, and that's very sexy. And they both decide that they don't need to go back to the party right away, if you know what I mean. She is not ready to have sex yet. (laughs) Yeah, it's been two weeks. Calm down. Did you see the size of that baby? Her (laughs) bottom half was torn open. She is not ready for sex yet. She's not even anyway. ready to do that wannabe choreography she did back at the party. She right? Is, get your hands off of her, Nathan. <laughs> I would also like to take a moment to give a huge shout out to Joy Lens for somehow figuring out 
how to do the perfect messy bun in one fell swoop. Because uh-huh. that whole it's scene offensive. after Deb offensive. walks out, she's yes. putting her hair up on top of her head, and it looks fucking perfect. And I'm like, how? How? <laughs> yeah. As someone yeah. who has tried to do that more times than she cares to admit, how? <laughs> I'm angry. Because that was okay. the most yes. unrealistic thing that happened all episode. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You heard it here first, kids. Okay. Then uh, we move on and we see Chase and Brooke making out in the back of his car. And we see Lucas come up to Peyton and he kisses her in front of the bonfire. And Brooke and Chase are still making out in the back of the car. And Brooke says, what do you think about doing something new and different and trying new things tonight? And Chase is like, sure, please be gentle. <laughs> I called it's the adorable. Sex. I called the sex happening. You, you did call you the did. sex. Yes, yes. It's adorable. I will say, as far as someone losing their virginity on this show, this one's pretty good. Yeah. This was Kelsey's other hot take this episode was, I know that that back seat is not comfortable enough for them to have had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. I'm like. Well, uh, we know it wasn't a long time, so hopefully it was a good short time. Yeek. He says it. He says it. And we'll to be to fair, that. he also doesn't know the difference. Very true. Very true. And <laughs> no, Brooke's, not gonna, Brooke's not going to. Brooke's not going to tell him either way. It's fine. No, she's not. Nope. She's really not. Nope. So then uh, we go back to Lucas and Peyton. And Lucas confesses to her that he doesn't want her to go. But he knows she has to. And he will never let her go. And then Peyton says that she will always love him no matter where they are. And they're getting all lovey-dovey until Nathan and Haley show up, and Haley drags Lucas off to talk. And then we go back to Chase and Brooke after they have done the deed. And Chase is like, was that the best 60 seconds of your life or what? <laughs> He's great. He's just great. Oh, Why is he the best man on the show? Second place to mouth. Second best man on the show, and we've only had him for like 20 episodes. <laughs> 19 episodes. Yeah. Less than that like half a season we yeah like why <sighs> we've been robbed of so much chase time <laughs> we really have yes so but yes after then he tries to convince brooke to stay but she tells him how much she is going to miss him and how big a part of her life he has become in such a short amount of time same brooke same we all feel the same <sighs> and he tells her to put him in her heart and go and live her life but someday come back to him and they're very sweet. Love it. Love it. Then. Uh, then we get a super sweet moment. Haley and Lucas are walking together. And it dawns on Haley how soon they're going to have to say goodbye. And how they're not going to see each other every day like they have for their for their entire lives. And how much she's going to miss him. And then she asks Lucas to be James's godfather. To which Lucas happily accepts. And um, she then tells him, you know, again, how much she's going to miss him and not see him and to not see him every day. And Lucas is like, but wait, you're not going to. And he says, can you keep a secret? And he whispers something in her ear and she's very excited and hugs him. Rude, rude. Just say it out loud, Lucas. Come on. (laughs) There are TV cameras watching. Just (laughs) say it out loud. What this Jesse, in that moment, did you know the quiet part out loud? Yes. Did you know? Did you have an inkling what was gonna be happening? No fucking idea. Okay, great, great, great. So then uh, we move on and Brooke finds Rachel, and Rachel's like, Where have you been? And Brooke's like, having sex. And Brooke and Rachel's like, Yeah, right. <laughs> which is great, which is absolutely great. And uh Brooke gives Rachel her diploma. And Rachel realizes that Brooke told Turner everything. And she tells her out of all the schools that she got suspended from, she's glad she graduated from this one. Y'all. Oh, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Great, 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 great. Congratulations, undercover cop Rachel Katina. (laughs) I can't with you two. Moving on. Swiftly moving on. on. I forgot about that theory. Thank you. Uh. (laughs) You're welcome. Had to bring it back one more time. Thank you. So close. So close to not even mention it. Anyway, moving on. Lucas (laughs) finds Nathan 
and asks him why should they go see Dan? He's had control over their lives since they were born, but these are their lives now. And he says they should never go see him. Why do it? And Nathan agrees with him. And Nathan's like, I have a wonderful wife. I have a wonderful son. I have a wonderful brother. And Nathan Lucas is like, yeah, and a great assistant coach. And Lucas tells Nathan that Whitey offered Lucas an assistant coaching position at the college that Whitey's coaching at and Nathan's going to play for. Nathan is thrilled. And then they both agree they have to win on December 9th because if they don't, skills won't let them hear the end of it. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And then it's almost midnight and we see all the juniors at the party counting down until they're officially seniors. Our main group just look on and realize that high school is now officially over for them. The group decide to leave the party and they say, where do we, where are we going to go? And skills goes, I know a place that's always open. And so they go to the river court and immediately a basketball is thrown out of a car and they start to play basketball girls versus boys. And it's complete with adorable flirting from Haley and Nathan, where she says, if you give me that basketball, I'll make it worth your while. And he's like, deal. <laughs> yes. And the girls even score the first basket. And we uh, get... Haley scored a basket. She yes. did. And did she did. doggy season, style. Was it season nope. one? When yes, Nate was. was. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, he's coached her. I, yeah. Uh, uh -huh. Yeah. They had lots of one-on-one -on -one tutor time. There we go. <laughs> he pa he passed high school. She knows how to make a basket now. <laughs> oh, and also there's a baby. So <laughs> right? <laughs> how things have changed in two years. Oh. <laughs> God. Okay. Then uh, while all this is going on, there's a montage of Karen uh, feeding Lily, Deb watching over James, and Dan trying to hang himself unsuccessfully as the sheets he used from his bed rip as he's hanging from the ceiling. He falls to the ground and starts openly weeping with all of his guilt. I, fully... that's, I think openly weeping is too soft of a phrase. Okay. To describe that. I mean, he's like doing, yeah, he's, he's openly weeping and like scream sobbing. Yeah. Yeah. Is the correct yeah. phrase. Okay. There we go. Yeah. No, I was like super take, they showed that entire process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, I, I mean, usually even if it's unsuccessful, they cut to his, their feet or something, mm -hmm. you know, and then show I mean, because there's a good moment where he's hanging there and you're like, oh, oh, he's just going to die. Right. No, I'm sitting there like they're going to show this whole fucking thing. Like, damn, CW, what? Uh, -huh. uh Yeah, no, I was really taken aback by that entire moment. The That scene top to bottom with Dan in a cell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was tough to watch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Then we go back and the group have all spray painted the words we were here on the river court and have signed all of their names. And Brooke tells them this. OK, we're not going to do this. We're not going to get sad. Nothing's going to change now. We'll all be friends forever. I know it. And then Lucas says, look, in four years, we'll be right back here. We'll be done with college or wherever we are or wherever we go. Right. And everyone's like, yes. And then Nathan immediately asks Lucas if he's ready for a rematch. And Lucas accepts and the group immediately get all excited and they pile onto the picnic tables and watch as Mouth starts saying the famous phrase, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It, it's so good. So, so good. <sighs> and we pan to everybody watching on super happy and enjoying their last night together. And the last words said are Nathan asks Lucas, you sure you're up for this old man? And Lucas responds, I could do this forever, little brother. And then they both jump up to start the game, and the episode ends. Uh, and the series ends. <laughs> Come on. It's it's Ugh. so good. It is so, so good. Uh, okay. What did we think of the episode, kids? I mean, it was so good. It's I I I agree with Jesse. Like, Looking back on it now, like 
generally speaking, this is one of the best series finales I've ever seen. Yeah, and I will say this. Had this show been produced today, it probably would have been like a quick four-season and done situation because TV shows are no longer really looking for that longevity of, oh, we have to get to 100 episodes to get to syndication because that's how you made money in television before was syndication. So you always had to try to get more and more and more and more and more and always get rid of it. A long running series was the only series that would make money. That was the old philosophy. Now with streaming, nobody cares about that. You know, they want a short series. They want to binge something real quick and go. Um, But yeah, I agree. This feels like a very good series finale on the first half of this show. And it definitely does close a chapter in this show. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. Maybe. And I'm I'm not completely sure, but it is it is in my top three of my favorite episodes of all time. Yeah. No, yeah. Top, I, mean, top I three. can yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So yes. Oh, I don't know. I'm just yeah, this is um I mean, I watched this episode a week ago. And Mm -hmm. so the emotions aren't as, like, hot and spicy as they were. Uh, This is why I watch things 15 minutes before we start recording. Yes. But I know I told you all that I this is maybe the first episode that I would not care if I had to watch it again. Mm -hmm. The first episode that of this series I've seen so far that I would not care too much if I did have to rewatch it. And I didn't because... It's still One Tree Hill and I didn't want to watch it again, but I wouldn't have minded if I had to, if I didn't completely, you know, if I had completely forgotten everything, I would have watched it. I will say this episode in this season, like I've said before, holds such a special place in my heart because it aired during my junior year of high school. So I was feeling all of these emotions and getting ready for all of this senior year stuff at that point. Mm -hmm. And it was like the summer because it was. What I, th- I find, and if I remember correctly, how it was specifically for me was this show, this season, this aired in June. And then me, the month of July, I went to a huge month long fine arts academy camp that was like your first taste of college. It was on a college campus. You were by yourself for an entire month. So it very much was this whole like transition thing to me of like, oh, you know, I'm going to high school is going to be ending in a year and all this kind of stuff. And it was just so poignant to me remembering this show and this season ending and then going, okay, well then I've got senior year and then the rest of my life and then what's going on, you know, mm-hmm. it just yeah. hits. Cause you, you think about your future, but in your junior year is when they start making you think about where do you want to go to college? What do you want to do? Blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it was just all very present in my mind when this season was happening and then it ends like this and you're just like, okay, great. Yeah. You mean yeah. after high school, you didn't have cheerleading practice? No. <laughs> like one Brooke Davis said when she right? ate when asked. <laughs> oh, God. That was the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. do. I do have a stupid question. Okay. That has nothing to do with the plot, but I would love to know the logistics of this uh, spray paint party in this mansion that they spend an entire evening defacing. I have questions. <laughs> who knows it's an old house it's an old house somewhere obviously (laughs) that is in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the woods and it's now a party spot who knows my theory because it's rachel's party is that her dad just bought the land Mm -hmm. and they're gonna build anyway so the house is gonna get torn down and so she goes i'm gonna throw a rager as one Rachel does. <laughs> yeah. Burn it down. Cover it in spray paint. Yep. <laughs> Please. Uh, I would also like to specifically know what the spray paint budget for this episode. Like behind the scenes. Some <laughs> BTS trivia. Uh, what was the spray paint budget for this mm-hmm. episode? Yeah. Probably a lot. Yes. It was significant. Yes. 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 The art department got to have a lot of fun with this episode. More than. Especially especially with that ending mural. Right. More than any other episode of One Tree Hill. <laughs> well, uh, barring the episodes where Peyton got emotional and needed to redo her bedroom. 
Yeah. And maybe the episode that Dan's uh, living room first got defaced. Yes. With that paint that looked like blood. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, yes. So I think we're all in agreement. This episode is fantastic. It's one of our favorites. It's a wonderful season finale of this show. And it's a wonderful end to high school which is what this show's been about for four seasons and two in character years. It's kind of crazy that we're closing the book on, on that. Yeah. But yeah. Weird. And right. yeah. What happened and, to this basketball show? What? <laughs> it became is it still about a, a basketball more, show now? It became about a lot more than just basketball. And that's kind of why I love that show. Damn. That's deep. I know. <laughs> Because you know what, Jesse? There is only one tree hill. There is only one tree hill. And it's your home. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All of the hill. (laughs) Anything else we want to add before we wrap this up? Because we're just spinning now out of control. (laughs) It's an after dark week, y'all. It is. is. It's Halloween weekend. (laughs) We are tired. Okay. (laughs) Halloween Eve. Great. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, do not get to do not forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help us out in the long run with all the algorithms and everything. And we really appreciate all the good feedback. Um, follow us on social media. We are everywhere at On Wednesday's Pod. If you have any questions, comments, and or concerns, you can hit us up on any of those social media platforms where you're on Facebook, Instagram, things like that. We live most often in Instagram DMs. So DM us. We'll answer any questions you have or any comments, concerns, anything like that. And yeah, we will see you guys next week for the next episode of On Wednesdays We Watch One Tree Hill, which is our season four recap episode where we talk about everything from the beginning to the end of this 84-year-long season, it feels like. Where Jesse goes, wait, that was this season? Uh Uh-huh. For an hour straight. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. So we will see you guys then for that. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye, series wrap. It's a series wrap. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>